Infusion sets. There are so many options from steel to plastic cannulas, tubing lengths, and automatic versus manual attachments. And today I'm joined by Gary Shiner to walk you through all the options available and find what could best work for you. I'm Justin, I have type one diabetes and welcome to the Diabetic Podcast. On here, I talk all things diabetes tech, news and management with industry leaders, educators, and those living with diabetes. Today, Gary Shiner and I get into everything you need to know about infusion sets and we're gonna help you figure out what could be the best option for you. This is a two-parter. This Friday, I have a video coming out on YouTube where I try them all on and I even rated the ease of use and how it felt putting each one on. And I've thrown a link to that in today's show notes. My guest, Gary, is a certified diabetes care and education specialist. He has lived with type one diabetes for nearly 40 years. He comes on this podcast all the time to talk about tech. He is the owner and clinical director of Integrated Diabetes Services, a practice specializing in intensive insulin therapy and advanced education for children and adults. I've got links to his practice in today's show notes. New episodes of this podcast release every Monday on YouTube and all podcast platforms, so be sure to follow, and if you enjoy it, totally give it a rating. And if you don't enjoy it, you should just skip out on that. Keep in mind that anything you hear on this podcast or content on my social media and YouTube channel is not medical advice. Always consult with your physician before making changes to your healthcare. Today's episode is sponsored by Omnipod, but in no way does that affect the questions I ask or the opinions that I have. Gary, thank you so much for coming on the show to talk infusion sets. Always a pleasure, Justin. Okay, so I was saying before that I don't think I know very much about this, so we'll see how it goes. Um, I use the Omnipod, which has its like own cannula that gets inserted just like right through the device, but I wanted to create a video about all infusion sets so I can learn and so my audience can learn kind of which sets they should use, they have access to, or would be best for them. So before we get into all of the infusion sets that I have lying on my desk that you gave me, thank you, can you tell me about what infusion sets are? Well, the infusion set is what gets the insulin from the pump into your body and under the skin. So with a, a tubed pump, it, it has a connector that connects to the pump cartridge, a tube, uh, a length of tubing, and then the device that goes into the skin. And collectively, we call that the infusion set. Uh, the piece that actually goes in the skin is either a flexible plastic cannula or a very small steel needle. And they all also have a disconnect feature so that if you need to disconnect from your pump temporarily, the piece that sits on the skin and goes under the skin stays in place and you have the ability to unhook if you need to. What should people consider when they're looking at the options they have in infusion sets? It is worth considering the various options. With every pump type there, except Omnipod, all the tube pumps have a multitude of options for the infusion device. And it's important to consider it and try to match it to you know, your needs because it's sort of where the rubber meets the road. You know, it it's, makes an enormous difference in terms of insulin absorption. And I would say the number one source of variability in people's blood sugars that are on pumps is malabsorption of their insulin. And that's why you know, sometimes you can do the same thing two days in a row and get very different results 
And for pump users, a lot of that has to do to differences in the absorption of their insulin. It can affect the speed of absorption as well as whether the insulin absorbs at all or not. Uh, so clearly, it, it can have a major bearing on, on glucose management. An infusion device ideally is going to provide consistent absorption throughout the day and from day to day. Inconsistencies in the absorption, that's what drives us up a wall. Because you know, we'll do all the right things, but the glucose goes higher than we want because it's not absorbing well. We give extra insulin to fix the high, and then everything kicks in and we plummet and wind up low. There's nothing more frustrating than when that happens. Now, we're going to be focusing on a couple pumps that are available in the U.S. Can you kind of walk me through those pumps and, I guess, maybe what people should consider with, with those pumps, which one they should use as it relates to infusion sets? Uh, it, you know, it doesn't matter uh, because with the only two pumps right now, tube pumps that are available are the Medtronic and the Tandem. You know, in the past we've had Decitronic and Deltec and Animus and, you know, several others, but right now we just have two. But for each of those two pumps, you have very similar infusion set options. You have steel needle sets, you have soft cannula sets, you have a choice of 90 degree insertion or angled insertion and different cannula lengths. The one exception right now is that Medtronic offers uh, a new, new set called an extended wear set. Uh, it has some very unique engineering built into it that allows the infusion device to be used for a longer period of time with more consistent insulin absorption along the way. Now, what about Beta Bionics new pump? How does that relate to everything? Yeah, from what I understand, Beta Bionics right now has a may only have one or two. I, I I don't know for certain. I don't. I know that they don't have every option like the other ones do. At some point, they may, but right now, they may only. I think they only have one option uh, of a self-inserting infusion set uh, that goes in at ninety degrees. It's a soft cannula set. Uh, how many infusion set options are there in total? I'm sure I don't have all of them on my desk. Quite a few. I mean, with either with Tandem and Medtronic, uh, there between like four and four to six different uh, options for each one. And within that, you have options of different tubing lengths and also different cannula lengths. Uh, but the, the major categories are the type of piece that goes in the skin, whether it's a steel needle or a flexible plastic tube. That's one major variable. Another variable is if you're using a flexible cannula is whether it goes in directly at a 90 degree angle or at an, a 30 degree angle. Uh, and I guess one other variable, like I said, is the length of that cannula. Some you, know, you can get shorter or longer options. Okay. And then aside from all of that, there's also more recently wear time that has been updated, right? Medtronic has a longer wear and then T-Slim should be having one soon? Right, right. Medtronic's extended wear set is approved for use for up to seven days. That doesn't mean everyone's going to get seven days out of it. But my own experience with it is it does last quite a bit longer. And when I say it lasts, 
I mean that a person's glucose control doesn't run amok after three days the way it normally does. The sets work for usually several days past that before you start seeing issues with absorption. I should mention one other, I guess, variable is some infusion sets are inserted by hand where you physically insert the introducer needle, pull it out, and the cannula stays in. Others come preloaded into inserters that pop it in for you. Uh, some people prefer one option to the other, but again, to, to me, that's it's a minor issue. And what's really important is if it's an infusion set that's going to work well for you and provide consistent absorption. Okay. Yeah. I feel very spoiled with my Omnipod because I just put this on. It does its thing. It goes in just with some beeps and then done. So let's now get into the infusion sets that you sent over to me. Because we are on that topic, why don't we start with the extended uh, infusion set from Medtronic? You were saying that this one lasts up to seven days. Um, why would someone not choose this? I guess at this point, if people are using flexible plastic cannula sets with Medtronic, this is a very good option. The only reason I could see not to is because it does go in at a 90 degree angle. And for some people, especially very lean individuals, that may not be optimal. The angled sets are less likely to kind of poke against muscle wall and cause irritation below the skin. And there are also people who have allergies to the plastic material, the Teflon that's in the cannula. Uh, and you know that's what this extended wear set has. Folks like that need to go with the steel needle option. Okay, gotcha. Now let's move on to the steel needle option. Which one of those is that? On Medtronic, it's called the Sure Got it. And okay. Tandem, it's called the True Steel. Okay, I have those out. There you go. So tell me about these. A couple of differences with these compared to the soft cannula uh, infusion sets. Instead of removing an introducer needle and leaving a little plastic tube under the skin, the needle in this case actually stays under the skin. It's a much thinner, smaller needle than people realize, and it's very comfortable. Most people think, wow, I'm gonna have this needle in me, I'm gonna feel it all the time. You really don't, you really don't. Unless it gets, if it gets hit really, really hard, you may feel something, but otherwise, you won't even notice that it's there. The steel needle offers some advantages. One is that it does not crimp under the skin the way a plastic cannula can. When that cannula crimps, the insulin may not flow through smoothly. It may move in spurts. Usually we'll still get through, but not as smoothly as it should. And when the crimp occurs, that sort of angle that forms causes a little bit of tissue damage under the skin. It's kind of a sharp angle that forms. And that causes a little bit of local inflammation, which can also impair absorption of the insulin. So you have a, a, something under the skin that is not going to crimp. It's not going to occlude. Um, so you can depend on it for consistent insulin flow. Uh, now, the needles come in different lengths. We usually recommend the shortest needle possible. And just like the same thing with a cannula, with a soft cannula, we recommend the shortest ones possible. We really just have to get the insulin a few millimeters below the skin surface for it to absorb in that fat layer. 
Um, so you know that's it's a nice thing about those steel needles. They're they're very short. And they come in like six millimeter lengths. Uh, when people are used to priming their infusion set and then priming their cannula, they have to remember that with a steel needle set, there is no cannula to prime. You've not removed an introducer needle and left an empty cannula under the skin that needs to be filled up. With this, when you prime and the drop comes out the tip of the needle and then you insert it, it's at, it's at the, uh, the tip already. You don't need to do any additional priming. These steel needle sets also come with a secondary attachment point on the skin. So you have the infusion part that sticks to the skin, and then a few inches from there, you have the disconnect hub that also sticks to the skin. The advantage there is that if your tube gets pulled on, and that always happens, you walk past doors and drawers, it gets caught. When it gets pulled on, it doesn't pull directly on the site, it pulls on that disconnection hub. So the needle part doesn't move around under the skin. It's very stable. So that offers a little extra security and stability under the skin. The drawback is instead of having one thing adhered to your skin, you have two. They're fairly small, but you do have two pieces on the skin with this type of a set. Okay, I like that. I didn't know about the the tugging um, protector, essentially. Now... Does that exist on other infusion sets as well, aside from the steel? Now, the other infusion sets have the disconnect mechanism right at the point of insertion. So you pull on the tube, you're going to pull on the site a little bit. I mean, the tape is pretty strong with all of these. The sets don't pull out easily. However, that tugging motion may cause the cannula under the skin to move and possibly crimp up a little bit. So the stability is not quite as good as it is with the steel needle set. What should we move on to next? I've got a lot more on my desk. Well, it's probably worth discussing the difference between a 90-degree and an angled set. Uh, and again, both companies, Tandem and Medtronic, have both available. They also have them available. The angled sets are available in either a manual insertion option or in an inserter option. I'm, I'm ambivalent about that. I mean, a lot of people who have been on pumps for a while are comfortable inserting their own infusion sets. Um, and then, you know, other people are more comfortable using an insertion device. So as long as the set gets in properly and the you know, technique is correct, to me, it doesn't matter if you insert by hand or using a, an insertion aid. The angled sets have some advantages over the 90-degree sets, actually several advantages. One advantage is that the cannula, because it's going in at an angle, is not likely to poke anything like muscle wall under the skin if it's pushed on. It has a bit of flex, so it doesn't poke into things. Because the cannula is a bit longer and it, it kind of, the insulin's delivered away from the insertion, the hole in the skin where the cannula inserts, <clears throat> you're less likely to have insulin leak out back onto the skin surface. That could be an issue for people who are on fairly large doses of insulin. How many, what's the average bolus size that you might take, Justin? Uh, I guess it depends on how much I'm eating, but like somewhere between two and four, maybe? Okay. That's a relatively small amount. The droplet is fairly small. When people are taking upwards of eight, 10, 12, 20 units at a time, it's a larger 
droplet. It's a larger well of insulin that's forming under the skin. And if that, that well of insulin is right near the opening where that cannula is going into the skin, some of it can leak out onto the skin surface, and then you're not getting all the insulin you meant to receive. When the cannula is going in at an angle, the droplet is not near the hole in the skin, the opening, so it doesn't leak out as easily. So it's advantageous for people on those larger doses. Another advantage with the angled sets is the design of the set is such that you can see where the cannula is entering the skin. There's a clear window on the adhesive. And that's helpful because if you have bleeding at the site, redness, irritation of any kind, you can see it in the little clear window. You can also verify that the cannula is truly in the skin. So if your tube gets pulled on, you can look and see. With the 90-degree sets, the, the opening and the cannula insertion is covered by the hub where you connect and disconnect. You can't see anything. So you're kind of going blindly and assuming everything is fine, but it may not be. So I do, I like having that clear window option. And there's been some research that's shown the amount of, of kinking under the skin is quite a bit less with the angled sets than with the 90 degree. And as a result, we see less irritation and inflammation under the skin, which can impair absorption with the angled sets. So again, for a lot of reasons, the angled sets offer a number of advantages. The only real drawback is they take a bit more dexterity to insert. The 90-degree set's very easy. You just kind of place your inserter on the skin, tap a button, it's done. The angled sets take a little bit more work, a little bit more dexterity, maybe another step or two to, to do the insertion. Um, but I think most people can be trained to do that and can do it successfully time after time. Okay, and all of these sets last up to three days. Does that is that the same for the steel ones? It's similar, yeah, for any type of set. Uh, and to say they last three days, I, I'd rather, I like to individualize this. There are many people who whose body reacts to these, not just the infusion set, but the insulin that's being infused and causes enough inflammation that these infusion devices need to be changed more often than every three days. Some people do need to change them like every 48 hours because on that third day of use, they start seeing issues. Other people seem to be able to go a full three, even four days, sometimes even five, with no issues at all. So this is a very individualized kind of thing. And the only way to really know how long your device works is to try it, is to experiment. Now, some of the software on the market uh, that we download pumps to will show us the average glucose by day of infusion set use. It bases it on you know, when you did your site change and you can see what your blood sugars are like as, you're, as you get close to your next set change. But we can also look at the downloaded reports and just see if trouble starts to brew before set changes. And that lets us know that someone needs to change them a little bit earlier. It's just not worth the trouble of having uncontrolled, frustrating blood sugars just because the site's not absorbing consistently anymore. A quick word from today's sponsor, Omnipod. 
When I was first diagnosed with type 1 diabetes, one of my biggest fears was wearing an insulin pump and what that would look like. My fears were totally diminished once I started wearing Omnipod. Omnipod is a tubeless insulin pump that could be worn almost anywhere you'd give yourself an injection. What I love most is that I forget I'm wearing it. I never have to worry about disconnecting it for showers or swimming, and when I play kickball or go running, it's super secure. Even better, with Omnipod 5, you get automated insulin delivery by connecting it to a CGM. Omnipod 5 uses CGM trend and value to predict your glucose 60 minutes into the future and makes adjustments to your insulin delivery. If you want to try out Omnipod 5 yourself, you may be eligible for a trial. To check your eligibility and for full safety information and instructions for use, visit omnipod.com diabetic or click the link in today's show notes. All right, back to the show. Now I'm guessing the packs that are more flat, that are smaller, are these the ones that you insert yourself? Yes, yeah, those are angled sets. Uh, again, requires a few more steps, a little more dexterity to insert, uh, and you don't have the, the luxury of just tapping a button and having a spring pop it in for you. You have to kind of spread your own skin and insert it on your own and then remove the introducer needle. And the taping is you know, a few extra steps to make sure the tape is secure as well. Like I said, people who are trained on how to use these, it's not, not usually a problem. And they can do them correctly and, and enjoy the benefits of, of overall what is a better set. The angled sets do, do perform better. I think anytime I'm, I'm at meetings with colleagues who work a lot with pump users, there's almost universal agreement that the angled sets are, do, do produce better results. So are all of the angled sets self-inserted? There's none that are automatic with like a device, a mechanism that you like push down on uh, and it does it itself? Uh, Tandem has one called the Autosoft 30 that do, does come preloaded into an inserter. Okay, I have that at my desk, and it does there look do. very different than the other inserters that I have. So this one, um, tell me a little bit more about this. Why would someone decide to do maybe a self-inserter than use the Autosoft 30, which does about the same angle, but automatically? The, the manual insertion gives people a little bit more control over the exact angle. Some people prefer a little deeper angle, some a little more shallow angle. It also, it, a manual insertion helps ensure that the cannula is 100% inserted. With the mechanical device, sometimes the whole cannula doesn't go in. And that can lead to issues. You know, the cannula could pop out of the skin accidentally. And some people were just trained to do it manually from the beginning, so they're comfortable doing it that way. Folks who travel a lot, it's less to have to carry the size of everything. You know, it's just less space you need for your infusion devices also. And then there's the issue of plastic waste. Some folks just don't like throwing away those inserters every time they're uh, changing their set out. Would you say for children, most often you're using the uh, automatic systems for kids? Not always. It, it really depends on the individual who's performing it. Uh, you know, anybody who's very needle phobic, the uh, inserters are preferred. There's just less anxiety involved. Uh, you know, for people who are used to giving themselves shots with syringes or pens for years, it, these things don't hurt any more than giving a normal injection of insulin with a pen or a syringe. 
Uh, so you know, the, the manual insertion, is, it's not an uncomfortable experience. It's just the visualization of it bothers some people because the introducer needles are a little bit longer than what we're used to seeing with pen and syringe needles. Okay. And now I'm guessing that within all of these packages, the, um, the automatic inserters, there is tubing inside these packages that, that connect to the pump? Well, it, in some cases, yes. In some cases, the tubing is in separate packaging. Okay. So with the uh, Autosoft 30, for example, all you're going to get is the piece that goes into the skin. The tubing comes in a little separate envelope, like a sleeve that you just click it in. You connect one end to the pump, the other end to the infusion set. Okay, and then with the packages that are kind of round. Yeah, with those, the tubing is in. You know, when you do your demos later, you'll you'll see the tubing is kind of wrapped in there. Okay, great. Can you explain to me the quick set paradigm for Medtronic? This one looks a little bit different than the other inserters. I'm guessing that this is um, a self-inserter, like that you do it yourself, although it seems like it has some sort of mechanism that's a little automatic. Yes, the, the quick set is, is one of Medtronic's older sets, and that one can be inserted manually. It's a straight-in set. You do have the capability just to pop it in by hand. Most people who use that load it into a, a little round plastic insertion device, and that insertion device is used over and over and over again. Uh, so for people who are trying to cut down on the waste and not have as much you know, bulk when they're traveling with all their supplies, it's an option. But it is only available as a you know 90-degree cannula insertion. As I mentioned, it's not always the best option. So this is the inserter um, for the quick set. So the, the quick set loads into this and you cock it back, put it on the skin, and then just pinch the buttons on the side. And all it is, it's a spring that pops it into the skin. Uh, and then you reuse this with the next set. Okay, and the Medtronic infusion sets that are the automatic, they use the device to put it in. You've got the extended, and then you have, I guess, the, the Mini-Med Mio Advance, which is the, the shorter lasting one. These are these both 90 degree angle? Yes. Okay. The only Medtronic set that's angled is called the Silhouette, and that's only used with a uh, with manual insertion. Now they do have a device that they launched years and years ago uh, called the Silserter. It's a really weird design, and you can load the Silhouette infusion set in it, but it's a fairly awkward process to go through. Most people who use the silhouette insert it by hand. Okay. This is, it, it reminds me of like a Romulan spacecraft from Star Trek. But the, the infusion set loads into the front of this thing. And then you cock it back. You place it on your skin at an angle. And the spring pops it in. Then you wow. still have to release this remove the introducer needle, flatten the tape. So you're doing every step except the actual insertion. How many people use that device? Do a lot of people use it? Almost nobody. Okay. People who use the Silhouette. And Tandem also has a manual one I sent you called the VariSoft. People who use those insert them by hand. When it comes to length of infusion sets, 
all the packages I'm seeing have the 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 tube is in the packaging for most of them. Do all of these come in different length tubing options? Yes, the the cannula and needle and the tube there are options. There's there's shorter versions and there's longer versions. Uh, you know, several years ago, uh, BD had done some research about the thickness of the subcutaneous fat layer below the skin just to see if it varied based on body size. And they found it really didn't. Everyone has about a, you know, a similar layer of sub-Q fat. And the, the skin thickness doesn't really vary either. So you can use short cannulas. You can use short needles. And it's preferential to use the shorter versions. The longer the needle or the longer the cannula, the greater the chances there is for it kinking under the skin. Just cutting down on the amount of plumbing, there's less chance of problems. Now, again, the only time I would go with something longer is with the 90-degree set if you're on large doses so that the insulin is less likely to leak back out onto the skin. But otherwise, the shorter, the better in terms of the needle and the cannula length. The tubing part, you know, the, the tube that connects the pump to the infusion device is different. That's purely a matter of personal preference. Uh, I find a lot of men prefer the longer tubing, which can be as much as 43 inches. And the simple reason is when men go to the bathroom, we drop our pants, and a lot of men wear their pump on their belt or on their waistband of their pants. You want the pump to reach, and rather than having your pants and your pump hanging from your infusion site. So having that longer tubing is beneficial. Most women prefer the shorter tubing. It's just less to get in the way, less showing. So it's just it's a matter of personal preference. It really does not affect a person's glucose management. The only possible exception is if you live in a really hot climate and you spend a lot of time outdoors. The longer tubing means you're going to be exposing that insulin to the hot weather more. There's more chance for sun exposure to the insulin if it's in that clear tubing. So in that case, I guess the shorter tubing would generally be better. You waste a little less insulin with the short tubing. The shorter tubing, which is about 23 inches, it holds about 10 or 11 units. The long tubing holds about 20, almost 20 units. So you save about 10 units of, of insulin with the shorter tube. Oh, wow. Speaking of shorter tubing, you were on the show uh, talking about Moby with me, which I think we should definitely cover because it relates to tubing. That pump has an optional five-inch tube, which is so small compared to basically everything else we've been talking about. And that's because that pump is kind of meant to kind of self-adhere. Why would someone choose to go with Moby um, in regards to the infusion set over a pump like Medtronic or the current T-Slim pump? I think it's purely a matter of personal convenience. And I don't want to minimize that. It, that's important. You know, we have to live with this disease and these devices 24-7. The easier it is on us, better our quality of life is. And the Moby has the potential to rival Omnipod in terms of convenience with a much smaller design. It can, in, in its sleeve, it can stick right to the skin and have that just tiny little strand of tubing. 
so you can put it on, keep it under your clothing, and not expose it at all. You know, there's no tubing flopping out. You don't have to take the pump out and program it every time you eat and you know, check your settings and whatnot. It's all programmed through a remote control. So it allows for discretion. I, I don't think the shorter tube is going to make a difference in terms of a person's glucose control. You could use that 5-inch tube with a tandem pump when it's available as well. It's just a little awkward. You'd have to keep the pump really close to your fusion site all the time. Uh, for programming purposes, you couldn't just take it out and do this because you need a little bit of slack. It's really just a matter of making the pump more convenient and easier to live with, having less tube. Now, for those out there who are at the point where they're getting ready to switch over to a pump and they see Medtronic, they're like, well, that has a seven-day infusion set. I know Tandem is working on their seven-day infusion set. Do you have any idea what the timing of that could be? And will that be coming to both the T-Slim and the Moby? Yeah, it, when it comes out, it should be available for both systems. The infusion sets for Tandem and Moby are more or less interchangeable. You can use Moby sets with T-Slim. You could use T-Slim sets with Moby. Uh, it's not that practical, like I said, to have a 5-inch tube with a pump that you have to take out to program, though. Uh, but about a year and a half ago, Tandem purchased a company called Capillary Biomedical. And that company was developing a very innovative infusion device. Uh, it was an angled cannula built into an inserter, a very simple one-button push to insert. The cannula itself had multiple openings along its length, so the insulin can come out in multiple places. So if for some reason a kink did form, it wouldn't impair the flow of insulin in any way. Uh, they also built a special lining in the tube to keep the preservative intact so the insulin was at full strength when it got under the skin. And the cannula itself was made of a really flexible, kind of a, almost a wiggly material that was reinforced with a steel coil. So you could literally tie this cannula in knots, and it's not going to occlude the flow, and it's not going to pinch at sharp angles. So altogether, you know, the, the early studies on this uh, that were done in Australia, it, it worked great. They actually found the longer the set was used, the better the absorption became. They'd get to seven, eight, nine, ten days, and the insulin was working faster than it did on day one. Because the longer that set is in, you get more blood vessel growth around it. and It picks up the insulin a little quicker. So I, I would say it can't happen fast enough. Because, you know, a pump, a great pump is one thing. But unless the insulin is, is getting into the body and absorbing the way we want it to, it's all for naught. You know, it's like a cell phone where this, you know, the, the voice, the message doesn't get through or the voice message doesn't get through you got to have that connection, and that's what the infusion device is. It connects that great pump technology to your body. Wow, that is fascinating. Do you think that we'll see or that it's possible to do a seven-day infusion set or at least longer than three days with a tubeless pump like Omnipod or all the other tubeless pumps that are in the works at Medtronic and at Tandem? There's potential. I think the cannula would have to be re-engineered to a certain extent. You know, perhaps a company like Omnipod will learn from what Medtronic and Tandem or Capillary Biomedical have done research-wise 
in redesigning their cannula so that the sites can last longer. Uh, you know, the insulin itself is a source of a lot of the trouble. You know, the, the insulin contains impurities that can cause reactions under the skin and making sure that the insulin is, is as clean as possible when it gets into your body is important. And that's what really is the, that's behind Medtronic's extended wear set. You know, they built a special filtration system in the cap that attaches the tube to the pump and also have the preservative protected through the length of the tubing. So when that insulin gets into the body, it's as pure as possible. And that's why people can wear it longer, have fewer site reactions and irritation than they had with the old set, their original sets. Great. Awesome. Well, this was such an enlightening conversation. Uh, I'm glad we kind of got into like the future of infusion sets too. And I think that this is going to be super helpful for people. Gary, thank you as always for coming on the show. Uh, and I can't wait to have you again. All right. My pleasure, Justin. It was fun. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. And thank you, Gary, for coming on to see how each one of these infusion sets work and how they feel. You got to check out my video up on YouTube. That link is in today's show notes. New episodes of this podcast release every Monday on all podcast platforms and on YouTube. If you want to follow me there or on social media, there are links in today's show notes. I'm Justin, and I'll see you next week.